Welcome to Boxed In, Yahoo Sports' debate show. I'm Dalton Del Don, and today I'll be talking some Friday Night Lights with Mike Oz and Matt Harmon, debating the best player from the show. This was a great show, it's, uh, one of my wife's favorites all time. Season two can probably be skipped because of the writer's strike involved, but man, what a great show. It's got explosions in the sky with the score, Buzz Bissinger and Peter Berg both involved, but it's been a long time since I've last watched it, so I'm mostly going to step aside, let these guys do most of the talking. So with clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose, let me cede the floor. we got Mike Oz arguing, I believe. Well, I'll let them say which characters they want to do. So who wants to jump in first, Mike or Matt? I will start us off. Right, let's I, am, go, I am here today representing the case of Smash Williams. I think we start here, right? We are, we are not arguing who is the best character on the show. Let, let's, let's make that clear. This is not the Matt Saracen Award. We are talking about football. And I think if we're talking about football throughout the show, Smash Williams is regarded and shown as the best player. Like early on, he is shown as him and Jason Street are going to take this team and, you know, they're going to win state. Jason Street gets hurt. Smash Williams is now the star. End of season one, win state championship with the last minute touchdown. You know, there's a, there's a lot of ups and downs with, with Smash's career. But as, as we go throughout the rest of this show, they don't have to bring him back, but they make a point throughout the show to, you know, show him on TV, the, the next generation of kids see, oh, Smash just scored a touchdown at Texas A&M. And I think that to me, that's what makes him the, the, the pick here, because in that world, you kind of need someone who is like, that's the OG. That's the guy that, that we're all aspiring to be. And on Friday Night Lights, it was Smash Williams. He, he was the guy, not the best character, you know, better characters. But in terms of football, he was the guy. He was recruited by Alabama. He ended up at Texas A&M. We'll get into all this stuff. But if we're just talking about the football, the the, the arc of, of Friday Night Lights as it was, was that Smash was the best. Yeah, the Booby Miles character from the movie, love when he called him Nikes in the locker room. All right, Matt, what's your counter? Yeah, my counter is Vince. I mean, look, here's the, I'll, I will also just echo Oz's statement that this is not about the best character of the show because uh, my personal vote for best character of the show is Buddy Garrity. No, that's a controversial opinion, <laughs> but my sister and I, my sister and I to this day are still quoting, I don't even know who you are anymore. Like just sending <laughs> Buddy Garrity gifts to each other in the group chat, all kinds of stuff. So, that's just my one little anecdote about how much we like this show. But my pick is Vince because, I mean, he's a total stud. And I know, Oz, you, you cover baseball, so you might not be up to date to the, with the most, you know, BS minutia of us uh, debating stupid shit in football all the time. But we all know, and Dalton, you can echo this too, running backs don't matter. So, yeah, sure. Smash might be a great player. But Vince excels at the most important position and also plays the game in a way that is conducive with modern football, the mobility, the arm strength. I mean, I don't think it's unfair to compare this guy to Cam Newton, like the, the peak of Cam Newton's career in 2015. You know, big, mobile, strong, like just impossible to tackle in the open field and also has a damn laser. So I, I think Vince is clearly the pick here, not just because of positional value, but also just overall impact on the field. On to question number two. Who would you consider the most important person to the show? Let's start now with you, Matt. Yeah, I think Vince, look, I think Vince is clearly more important to the show. Uh, I get it, Smash is. I, I, I think you could make an argument that Smash has the better, you know, is the better high school football player. I, I think I can maybe sort of cede that point to Oz here. But Vince is, I mean, he's a lovable character. He's a redemption story character. And that's what this 
show is all about, you know, especially during this part of the show, when Vince becomes one of the main characters is when the high schools have split. There's, uh, you know, Coach Taylor is now coaching East Dillon and, you know, becomes this entire thing. And he's the face of that movement. I don't think that you have the rest of the show without a character like Vince to get everybody on board to be that sort of redemptive arc. And again, I think that's what this show is all about, you know, taking this underdog group of kids and turning them into a powerhouse. And I think that that's what just makes it again. It's what makes this show so lovable and you fall in love with these characters. And I think it also shows, you know, frankly, it shows a, a more wider group of like a social status than, than what we saw in the original group of kids. You know, I think it takes on an entirely different personality when Vince becomes sort of that main figurehead in the show. And I think that that is, is crucial to the show's development beyond just like, Oh, here's a bunch of kids, you know, at a high school in Texas, uh, you know, like again, you got your boosters, buddy Garrity, that whole thing. It's, it's an entirely different personality. Once Vince comes into play, he's right in the sense, but part of that is just that Michael B. Jordan's a better actor, right? So Michael B. Jordan is, is is a better actor, does better on the show, has, has the better relationship with coach Taylor. You know, I think all of that makes him a, a, that makes his character a little more rich, let's say. But, but I, think, I think this is important to talk about with Smash. I think that when we're talking about, if we just look at this as like the football side, there's a whole lot more to this show. But if we just look at the football side, it is very important, I think, in not only high school sports, but high school in general, you know, like, oh, there was this kid who went to high school here four years ago, and, you know, he plays college football at this place. And that is important to you know, sort of the foundation and, and the, the, the fabric of what is going on in that show. So I, I think in that respect, like, again, Smash, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he is the most interesting character on a show of a lot of interesting characters. But you need that foundation, I think, to make all the rest of it work. Because if you don't have him, I mean, he's almost like Coach Taylor, like in, the, in that sense, where you need the coach to sort of, you know, have all the kids revolve around. And you need somebody like him to show the rest of these kids, to show Vince Howard, like, hey, you could go be like, smash williams if you listen to coach taylor so you know th- that's the thing that i think that smash has in that category and again michael b jordan's great so yeah. let's let's separate the michael b jordan from from the from the vince howard character totally fair that is an advantage because michael b jordan yeah I know he's been great surprising the creed movies are totally watchable like uh for sure there and i think in this show uh didn't Vince uh, just start playing football? Like this was like he had not been playing before, right? So that's a an added difficulty factor. And let's go to question three, two-part question. Start with Oz. Uh, what is your three-word evaluation of the prospect and how would his career pan out at the next level? You know, college or the pros, what are you thinking? All right, so my three-word eval on Smash, I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley Light. Fast, obviously explosive, can catch the ball. You know, just shown he can, he can run over some people. But I, I think the one advantage we have with Smash is that we we sort of saw where he could go, right? You know, he got injured towards the end of the show, lost some of his college opportunities, ends up as a walk-on at Texas A&M. And again, we see him throughout the next couple of seasons, not him the character, but they just sort of mention him. They talk about him. There's times where he is, you know, oh, there's, there's Smash on TV scoring a touchdown at Texas A&M. And, you know, if you just look at it, he lines up with sort of, early Johnny Manziel, Ryan Tannehill stuff at, at Texas A&M. Not, not out of the question for me to see that Smash Williams goes to Texas A&M, becomes a guy who can get drafted in the NFL. I'm not looking at him and being like, yeah, this guy's a you know, top 10 pick or anything, but, uh, but I think he, he projects to me as someone who could play at the next level. 
Yeah, I, I I don't disagree with any of the analysis that that Oz gave there on Smash. I mean, look, I'm high on Smash, right? I'm I'm high on him as a character, but I think when you look at Vince, the three word evaluation, natural, speed, power, and the power is key there because it's not just about what he does as a runner. I think he also, again, he had a cannon. He was a guy who could throw it, spray at all levels of the field, and I, look, I think if Vince goes on to play at the college level. This is a guy we're talking about as a Heisman Trophy winner. And when we're looking at this era of the NFL right now, if Vince is able to play in 2019, 2020, you know, fingers crossed, NFL season, then uh, we're looking at someone who's coming in at the perfect time because this is an era where we've got creative offensive coaches. We've got guys like Kyle Shanahan not willing to put players in a box. You know, Lamar Jackson's the MVP last year. You've got Patrick Mahomes changing the game. You've got Kyler Murray as the number one overall pick. This era of football was made for a player like Vince Howard. So I will be bold here. I would say he'd be a first-round pick in the NFL. I'd say if he gets to the coaching staff that figures it out, a smart, progressive group of coaches, this is someone that could have a long career in the NFL, a multi-year starter, someone that could win playoff games. I think, again, it's that sort of natural talent. And Dalton mentioned it too. When we meet Vince on the show, He's obviously a wayward youth or whatever, and he's kind of got a choice, like figure out your life with this football thing, and he picks it up like that. I mean, there's so much untapped potential with Vince that if he gets it at the college level and then eventually finds a smart coaching staff in the NFL, I think this is a pro starting quarterback for sure. If I may, real quick, though, I, I think one thing we have to take into account is we never saw we never saw Vince play a senior year. You know, we never True. saw that. Um, and let's, let's, let's think about, you know, sort of the, the height and weight and stuff. Vince is, he's, he's not a, you know, he's not six, four, six, five. He's, he's six feet, um, smash about the same size. I feel like, I feel like those guys, if you're going to pick which one can succeed, you know, smashes sort of like prototypical running back size. Vince, you're going to get some of that Kyler Murray stuff. That's a good point. But I think that, again, that comes back to the point that, you know, when we're looking at this, modern era of the NFL and obviously like we're not going to line up completely here with the timeline but I think that because our understanding of positional thresholds is changing I mean at both the running back and the quarterback position we're seeing guys be thrust into big time roles you know like 20 years ago people would never have considered uh, someone like Christian McCaffrey to be a full-time running back I mean hell even when he came out of the draft people were like this guy can't run between the tackles he's you know the next Danny Woodhead that whole all that stuff and obviously like you mentioned Kyler Murray being the number one overall pick I think because of those sliding thresholds I think this is a perfect time for even if Vince is not the you know that hulking typical quarterback size I think he can come in and find a coaching staff to make it work with them well, I think we saw in Black Panther that he could get he could get really big if he needed to well, that's another thing, too. Like, I am I am very confident. You mentioned Michael B. Jordan. I didn't want to go back to the well there. But since you brought it up, look at that guy in Creed, in Black Panther. He's ripped, okay? This guy can survive the pounding in the NFL. We've seen it. We've seen he's got but, that but that's on Michael his B. Jordan. We're talking about Vince Howard. Ah, yeah, yeah, well, look, you yeah. see you brought it up. You brought it up, boss. <laughs> All right. I'm more, I'm more curious to hear you guys talk about more the uh, rest of these characters. But decision time. Does that mean I have to give my verdict now? Do I have to declare a winner here between you two? Yeah, this is, this is when you say, obviously, Smash Williams is the best player. Yeah. You know, apologies okay. to Matt Harmon. Okay, so <laughs> Harmon's right about the quarterbacks there. And he has the advantage about Michael B. Jordan, the actor, 
But honestly, I'm a fantasy guy at heart, so give me the running back. Yeah. Uh, Smash, you know. I mean, he's look at the and the first season of the Some show too. Come on, that's the. I mean, that's the best. That's what you fell in love with. So Smash was the better prospect, probably. So uh, I think you guys have great arguments. Well done in this debate, but uh, but Oz is is the winner here. Again, I'm a fantasy guy, so and Smash could have could have put up some big big seasons there. But possible fantasy football monster Smash Williams. So I'm giving you the the victory, uh, Oz. Uh, what do you think, man? Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose, man. <laughs> Texas forever. We're here for it. Um, but I'll be honest. Like one, I just love talking about the show. I think Vince is great too. I love Michael B. Jordan. So Matt made some really good arguments. What I am actually most excited about is like I want to talk about more of these guys. Like Matt and I did a little bit of this the other yeah. day, which we were preparing. And like I want, I want to do more evaluations of who are these people in the future. You guys, you guys down? You think it'd be fun? Let's do it. Yes. All right. I, I will. I will tell you I, the the guy I almost picked, and and I know Matt, you like him too. I, I want your I want your Luke Cafferty. I think Luke Cafferty like also had a lot of lot of potential. Yeah, I, he words. was he was a guy I think both of us kind of picked as maybe our second or third player here. Uh, obviously, you got to go with versatile because he played both both sides of the ball. I think. I don't want to say I, I hate to use the word sneaky athletic, but I think like, again, it's it's that the, the rangy ability on the defensive side of the ball. And I think, again, I would go with I would go with physicality, too, because, again, he brings that to both sides of the ball. So versatile, physical and rangy. OK, you're going adjectives. I'm just going phrases. So so mine, my, my <laughs> Luke thing is I, I know he doesn't he doesn't go play football. He goes to the army. But to me, like, let's just assume that we saw it in, in Smash, right? Smash was going off to some school. They started the next season. They're like, oh, no, wait, he didn't go there. So let's just assume Luke doesn't go to the Army, uh, goes and plays football somewhere. To me, he's like a D2, D2 lottery ticket, man. Like, he's a yeah. guy that can go to college, do really well, and you're like, oh, where did this kid come from? Let's, let's draft him, and he turns into something. I, I, love, the, I love the heart. I love the athleticism. Uh, great character. Great player, I thought. I do like that actor too. Another underrated show, an MMA show called Kingdom. He was on that as well. I want to hear mm-hmm. your other, your other, uh, your other three word of vowels. What we got? Coach Taylor, Riggins, Jason Street. Come on, we still have more to cover. Do, I want to hear so, you guys. So my my uh, my Tim Riggins is, I think out of all of them, he's the best future coach, right? Like he he had sort of the makeup. I think didn't really like have his life together, but he's a guy who I can envision, you know, coaching the team. If they're doing a reboot, let's say if they were rebooting the show, and and you know, Tim Riggins is the coach. So my three words are future coach Taylor. I like that a lot because look, we talked about this Oz. Like talk about the most overrated player on the show. This guy does not belong in the modern NFL or even, I don't even know if he has a fit in college football, Tim Riggins, but I could totally see him. I don't know if he's the future coach Taylor, but I could see him being that like ornery special teams coach that you see on hard knocks. (laughs) Like the guy that kind of steals the show. Uh, because you think, oh, cool, going into it, like, uh, you know, I might be totally in on the head coach or whatever. But then this, like, whack-ass special teams coach comes in there just, you know, railing on guys and being a total, you know, monster to the to the bottom third of the roster. I could see Riggins being that guy. And also, if, since we talked about Michael B. Jordan, shout out to Taylor Kitsch, too. I think underrated as an actor. I don't know if either of you guys or anyone out there listening or watching has watched Waco on Netflix. That, I want he's, to. He's like great in that. Uh, we watched it here and I was like, I cannot believe how how I can't believe that this is Tim Riggins. And now he's this ultra convincing cult leader. 
Great, great. So well, it goes, goes off into football coaching, right? If you could be a cult leader, you could probably be a football coach too. Um, Nailed I, it. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought I thought he was going to be the star that came out of this, though. Like I thought, yeah. you know, we, Michael B. Jordan, obviously, you know, I, I wasn't at the time. I wasn't thinking he was going to be the star, but I remember thinking, oh, Tim Riggins, he, that guy's just going to go on to be, you know, all this stuff. And he did that that what, the John Carter movie or whatever, and he did the Battleship movie, and you're just like, man. And he did you, uh, and True Detective true, season true two. Detective season two exactly. Terrible. Yeah, everyone hated. Uh, yeah, True Detective season two. Exactly. Yeah, Battleship. Right, so he I'm going to throw out one based on what they did afterwards is again not a great football player but one of the one of the good characters in the show Landry Clark and mm. my my three words are better cook and meth he's a better <laughs> yeah. meth cook than he is yes. a well done. A, a football player yeah breaking bad great I forgot he was a kicker when I looked back into this I know he was always yeah. uh, the coach would always mispronounce his name but or call him by the wrong name but uh well <laughs> done yeah great great turn in breaking breaking bad for sure by the way Kyle Shanahan would use Riggins properly to get him in that right system he can use the fullback oh, coach Taylor break. is he the number one pick over all this though by the way I know he gets criticized for some of his his uh, usage with the clock but is he the the true number one is he the Belichick the, the the true number one pick here I don't know that he's I don't know that he's Belichick uh way too much like charisma you know I think I think you could look at him as you know, he's, he's much more feisty I think than than Belichick so I definitely think though maybe uh, maybe not not quite as crazy as uh Jim Harbaugh but maybe like John Harbaugh type energy you Is know like great a, like co- a Pete Carroll yeah I well Pete I don't know Pete's like just totally you know off the wall so that's a tough one but I think <laughs> I think John Harbaugh because again you know we've seen coach Taylor thrive in two different type of situations and I think the Ravens have obviously tra- like he's had that sort of career awakening you know middle of the middle of his career as a head coach like a guy who was kind of on the ropes went from a Flacco led defensive heavy team to now they've got Lamar I think that's a, a pretty good analogy I, I think a guy who's a, a top three head coach in the NFL right now all right, all right. We, well I, go ahead. we have Sorry, to guys. do people are gonna get mad if we don't do Matt Saracen so we gotta do Matt Saracen I'm going Texas Tim Tebow right <laughs> like like he sort of wins the big games not really that good and you're like oh man um uh, Yeah, Matt Saracen. All right, awesome. Well done, guys. Congratulations, Oz, on your huge victory. Talking Friday Night Lights. Uh, Thanks for watching Boxed In. Catch new episodes on Yahoo Sports every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, yeah, thanks again, guys. Good times. It's no secret that our world has been interrupted. A World Interrupted is a daily podcast telling stories of coronavirus and its impact on the economy. We want to cover the issues in the macro, global economics, the stock market, and our political climate. We'll also cover the micro stories, maybe the ones you don't hear as much about in the news or the media. We hope you'll listen and be a part of the journey. So subscribe today on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.